Welcome back, everybody, to episode 37 of the Precision Unloaded podcast, New Zealand's 17th favourite sports podcast, funnily enough. Uh, You're joined once again by Mark and Graham. Good evening, Mark. Evening, Graham. Uh, We've been a a long time. Yeah, we've been absent. Um, We've had, um, for those of you who don't know, Mark lives in the Middle of nowhere, Ukraine. and the, yeah, uh, it, we've had some technical difficulties with internet um, to the point where if it didn't work tonight, we were going to replace Mark until he got better internet. But it hasn't come to that, um, so I had to cancel the auditions for a new co-host. Um, I an urgent call to Vladimir and said, "Just loosen up my bandwidth, would you?" <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and so yeah. Anyway, sorry, we've been uh, oh shivers probably been nearly a month, which is pretty slack. It's a couple of weeks late. Yeah. But anyway, so we're back again. We've got a little bit to talk about. Um, Funnily enough, we actually half recorded a podcast and it turned to shit a couple of weeks ago. But uh, we're going to talk briefly, briefly touch on a few things. Mark's been doing a bit of hunting. I have not. Um, we shot the Tarata pre-raw sort of um, match a month or so ago. Small... Um, Small match sort of for hunting rifles and that kind of thing. Pretty cool. Uh, we've got our 22 series is kicking off in a couple of months. So we've opened up entries and sold out all the places for that pretty quick. Uh, we'll touch on that and that, that series, the um, sort of ideas behind that. And we'll just, it's pretty much catch up episode um, and just a bit of a bit of a yarn. And then we'll try and sort of get back to regular episodes. Maybe, maybe even next week we'll give you another one. But, um, yeah, 12th of March was the pre-raw. 12th of March. What are we today? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, and um, it'll be good to get a few podcasts flowing again. We've been trying to be a bit more consistent with them compared to back when we first started. I, I actually think it will be next month will be two years we've been doing this podcast, Mark. Wow. It was, we have to have a big piss up to celebrate. We could. We, it, was the opening, it was opening day for Ducks 2019, I think. Yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah, it was. So, yeah, um, well, 2020. Yeah, 2020. Anyway, we've been going for a while now. Um, slightly better audio, I'd say, than when we started. We still have a lot of problems. That first episode, God, that was like... Do you know what's, do you know what's funny about that? three people down drain pipes. <laughs> do you know what's funny? That still gets a huge amount of listens, and I'm like, that's a shame. I might actually delete it, because people are going to listen to the podcast, listen to that and go, what the fuck are these guys doing? It sounds like they're in a... A small tin shed in the middle of nowhere, which, to be fair, we were. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, had, it's had thousands and thousands of downloads. I don't know how. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I won't delete Maybe it because it'll ruin our stats. Put a disclaimer on it. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't listen. But if I delete it, it'll it'll ruin our stats. And for a small New Zealand podcast, we've actually got a reasonable amount of downloads. So, um, well, we need to get one fan back who stopped listening. So. Yeah, well, it's, it, currently it's just Simon and Jeff, and I'm, I don't think Simon actually likes the podcast. I think he's just got nothing better to do. So um, we'll see how we no, go. He's just making making notes on things we get wrong. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, as um, it's as, a long list, a long, <laughs> long list. We um, but anyway, we had a listener who stopped listening because he got sick of hearing of how much cool stuff we were doing shooting wise. So, so I'm just going to say I haven't done anything shooting wise this week and did nothing of interest just to help bring back that listener yeah compared to normal because we weren't really meant to have any comps coming up I've actually apart from the nine pigs I shot on Monday 
the oh, nine pigs you shot at Monday. We'll, t- we'll touch on that. And, all, and the 25 goats or whatever. 40. 40, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we weren't... I've, I haven't... So as for... We sort of usually say what we've been up to, but I have mainly just been doing 22. Uh, oh, we've been shooting the Desert Tech a bit, uh, Mark and I have. Yes, um, yeah. As we sort of play with that. The Desert Tech SRS and uh, 6.5 Creedmoor. Pretty cool system. Um, uh, Arlington Arms of... Uh, Lent that to us for a while. It's pretty neat. Um, I need to have another shoot with it. I do like it. I'm gonna, I'll drop it off to you this weekend, unless this baby turns. No, up. God no. Yeah. I'll lose it in an accident. You, you'll be fine. And um, and yeah, so we've been doing playing with that. We'll talk about the Desert Tech in a later on episode. Maybe we'll do a Desert Tech episode because there's that and the the HNT50. And oh, I can wear my hat. Not HNT50. Sorry, what is it? Hard target. HTI. HTI. HNT's the carbon stock that never seems to turn up <laughs> yeah actually we've, we've got Shh, we've got desert don't talk tech. about that <laughs> we've got desert tech swag now don't we we've both got um sent some cool hats and stuff um because we're, we're we're pretty easy to buy off to be fair um just ask jeff anyway but yeah we've um done a bit of shooting, <laughs> a bit of shooting with the 6.5 um which has been good it's pretty good um uh just shooting like hornaday 140s through it's working nice and then i've been doing not a lot for me, but a lot more than the rest of the country, I imagine. Just 22 practice here at home. Um, I've got a little course of fire set up by now, so a few targets out to about 200 metres and down some hills and um, just positional stuff. Even a bit of tripod shooting. So I've, uh, I've, I've acquired a Voodoo uh, 360 22, and um, so... The Tika's sort of having a little rest and the Voodoo's getting a bit of a workout. So, um, again, we'll talk more about the Voodoo later on in the year, I imagine. Um, oh, yeah, you've been mucking around with the Voodoo. It looks interesting. Yeah, you should um, have a play of it one day. I should one day. Um, yeah, but we'll shoot some possums with it or something. Um, but well, that's what I thought it would be good for. And I've often thought of getting one for that purpose, actually. Just uh, pest control. Pest control Voodoo. It's actually, to mm. be real quickly, like the Voodoo's I'd shot previously with a... The 90 degree bolt not the the 60 or whatever it is but the 360 is um significantly faster to cycle than the others um yeah anthony even talked about swapping um swapping them out um <laughs> well stealing it yeah yeah stealing it and giving you know, leaving his one at my place but anyway um no. but yeah so i'm just been a bit of a 22 practice again i've got um uh, i'm awaiting a, a child to be birthed um, here, so I'm sort of locked down and for hunting trips and, and, and heading out to elaborate shooting in the hills. So uh, mostly just 22 at the moment and very little in the way of hunting. But uh, what about you, Mark? You've been, by the sounds of things and some of the pictures I've been receiving, you've been um, dealing to the local feral populate. I'm going to not go any further. <laughs> the local feral animal population. Yeah, not the local, not the local ferals. No. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, not there's any around here. We're yeah. all quality, quality people. <laughs> um, yeah, you've been um, having quite a lot of luck with um, uh, yeah. a few pests. Well, I got so an area going into pine trees, so I've been down there um, deleting goats at a rapid rate of knots. So I thought I sort of got on top of them, and the goat hunters had been there for a while. I was away; they were there camping. Is that those old uh, guys? Uh, yeah, and. and I don't know what happened, but they said they shot 20, and they must have been drinking piss for four days, but um, I went down to Bowes Gully, and I ran out of ammo, I was like, after shooting about, I don't know, 14 or something, because I didn't think I'd see that many, 
So I went back the next day and shot 24, 25, no problem at all. So, and then uh, the following day, only about three I saw. So, because I wasn't really I was using the Christensen arms, 33 again. Yeah. And um, for all the long shots, I just used the the match ammo. And then anything under 200 meters, just the old Fiocchi 55 grain stuff. Yeah. And it still shoots fine. So it's been great. And then uh, I think the third day I went down there, there's a dead cow out the back. And um, lo and behold, here's five pigs with their heads buried in it, chewing away on two-week-old rotting guts. So I stuck forward a bit and shot the biggest one and... She ran into the paddock a bit and dropped, and the others followed her, so I managed to get them just before they hit the fence. So that's uh, five pigs, but my God, did they stink. <laughs> <laughs> no good for food, eh? You are what you eat. Ugh. Yeah. I know, I, I basically took the hindquarters of a few and that sort of thing, but and then I hung around because daylight savings over. It got dark quick, obviously, logically would suggest. And on the other side of Mount Doom, if people know that, uh, about four came out there after dark. In that normal like, area, in that sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. And but they kept loitering around the edge of the bush, so I was just kept waiting and waiting, and I forgot to take a torch. I thought, oh, that's right, the moon's out. Then <laughs> the moon went down. I was like, don't, couldn't see shit. So I said the thermal to look with, and this one pig kept walking towards me and towards me, and I was like, I need to see the others. And finally the other three came out and I managed to grease the whole lot, so that was good. All two two three? Oh sorry, you would have used two seventy. No, that was that was back to the two seventy, which I'm starting to really want to change for night shooting. It's just a bit too I don't know. It's a bit grunty for the range we're using in it really. It's well I've been talked about this before, but if only Tiki did a Grendel, that'd be good. Well you, you can pinch my two sixty. It's all yours. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do. That'd be good. I know it would be. It'll shoot like this deer and everything. Through. Yeah, no, it would. Yeah, when it wouldn't have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then so. the plus side to that is, then you could take the night vision off it and just chuck a whatever scope on. You got a gun, you can shoot whatever. Dude, not swapping scopes around. Right? And because I, because I mean, you don't have other carbon fiber guns lying around everywhere. Oh wait, you've got no. like five anyway. No, no. Okay, so yeah, so you, that sounds because to be fair. When I first started hanging out with you five, five odd years ago, um, shooting pigs on the weekend was nothing to sort of even bat an eyelid at. And now it's becoming more of a rare thing as your pest control programs um, mature. But um, And with goats, same thing. Um, yeah, there's not a lot elsewhere on the farm. Um, so old mate Jerry, <laughs> Victor Heard of goats, is supplying more coming through eventually, but... Uh, but no, there's other parts of the farm where you can't see a single goat now, so that's good. I do. I, be, I see very little on Toy Road now compared to what we used to. No, I thought I'd shot them all the other week actually, and then blow me down. I saw four today. Yeah. Turn up. <laughs> blow, blow me down. Blow me down. <laughs> oh, that, I'm quite envious. I haven't. Um, I haven't done any of that lately. You know, but yeah, that sounds. And, and and sorry, I'm still talking. No, no, go go. I had some visitors um, wanted to do a bit of target shooting, so I set up. I put the 600 meter target back up and mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure what they wanted so I took took the 22 the Ruger competition 22 10-22 yeah and then uh, 
my hunting gun, the Creedmoor, the Wearpoint, and then a competition gun and the 338. So they basically worked their way up from the 22 through to that. So it was interesting. We, I shot that um, RWS special match through it for the first time. So for the 22, and it was such a marked difference in accuracy. And this was other other people shooting it. Like we started off with CCI standard, then went up to RWS semi-auto, mm-hmm. which was better. But then the special match just closed up, like. 100 metres, dropping them, you know, round each other on a plate sort of thing. So. That um, that semi-auto is not too bad, actually, for the cost of it. No. 100 bucks a brick or something, it's um, quite a, you know, what's that, 10 cents around? Yeah, it's... and then I, I, test, I tested the IWS Target, because I got a brick of that, and I, I don't think I've actually shot much of it, and it's not that good. Well, how about I steal the, the Target? Because I have really yeah. little 22 ammo. And oh I'm, yeah, and I'm doing some testing. No, you Perfect. can have it because it's um, it's yeah, speed wise, it's a bit all over the shop. Yeah, like. I actually need to come and steal a few things off you that I should have talked to you about earlier. But anyway, um, actually what? a lot of stuff. Um, I've already got my tumbler, man. Oh fuck, I love that. I tell you what, I love that thing. It's so much quieter than my one. <laughs> that shit itself. God, it's 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 getting a hammering. Um, I don't have any dirty brass, but- and I've got tens of thousands of pieces of brass. So you're going to wreck my tumbler as well now. Wear it out. Most most likely. You're banned from reloading anyway, so you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it's about having the gear just in case. You can just come to my house. You see my shed, it's pretty deep. You've got to do my 338 soon. Yeah, actually, Collie will be listening. We need some um, 2217 powder, so you need to ask him nicely for a tub of that. Oh, yep. Yeah, I'm I sure. I'll be over there. I'll be over there next week. Actually, I'm sure he... Are you, uh, do you owe him any favours or... Oh, he owe you favours. <laughs> well, he is looking after my motorbike, so oh, yeah. I probably owe him. So <laughs> anyway, um, unless oh, he uses it on the farm, then he owes me. So don't know. I don't know if he has a side by side. Of course, he would. He would. Anyway, um, yeah, okay, that sounds like a lot of fun. So you actually, um, we'll talk about um, anything else you want to touch on what you've been gallivanting around the farm before we talk about hunting and comps. And... Uh, no, no, that's um. I think nothing else really arrived. Been doing a bit of research. Oh yes, we'll, we'll talk about the. Is that the SIGs? Yes. Maybe we leave them for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Range yeah. finding stuff. Long. We'll yeah. do a longer range episode. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I've been looking at them too, and there's a few reasons I think they're the key going forward. Um, uh, my opinion has swung significantly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, again, just, just under a month ago, GPRE had its annual one. Um, pre-raw field shoots this is a smaller field shoot only six stages I think the max target was 350 metres nothing nothing serious you know um, distance wise and um, we actually um, normally we don't sort of there's not too many entries people um, I don't know the, maybe the shorter distances and the sort of um, the idea that you use your hunting gun that you're going to use for the raw rather than your Gucci tricked out um, race gun um, maybe keep some people away but this year there was a couple more people and a few of the um, sort of uh, top tier competitors maybe I'd call them um, turned up which was cool and using it as a um, as almost a mini training day too especially for unsupported positional shooting and that kind of thing it ended up it was um, it was excellent so I shot my 260 um, Tika, which I think Mark's going to 
pinch soon because I only shoot it once a year. And Mark, what do you shoot? My Springfield Armory Waypoint. Oh, the very cost-effective hunting gun for beginner shooters. The Springfield Waypoint. Bare bones, bare bones budget build. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, pretty affordable. Well, um, I needed, I needed to, needed to test it out before I took it away. That's true. You did use it in the raw. So, well, you took it. Well, I never fired a shot, but <laughs> it's another story. <laughs> but um. Yeah, again, another classic, uh, well-run um, match from 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 Simon at GPRE. Um, you hear him. He's going to be on a podcast sooner or later, um, so you literally hear from him. For those who don't know, um, but um, it was oh, wicked fun. We had a little bit of drizzle coming through, nothing serious, but it was nice and warm. You weren't wrapped up in raincoats. Um, like I said, I shot the the little Tika, little basic scope, little basic Zeiss uh, scope. It does dial, but no, just a Plex reticle. Um, yeah, same thing. And then that, that's the, the essentially what I use for um, go. Is it a four to sixteen or a three to twelve? Or? Three to three to fifteen, I think. Ah, yeah, it's oh, quite a good power roll. Yeah, uh, three to yeah three to fifteen by forty two. I actually won that scope at GPRE's Hautapu match about twenty twenty or something. Oh, the previous one. Yeah, yeah, second, um, to, second to last one. Yeah. And picked up off the prize table, I um, which is pretty awesome, and it's had a lot of use. So it's been a good scope. I um, again, nice basic setup. Um, I usually run ten round mags in it, but we went with fives for this comp just to make it a bit more um, sort of deer hunting style, rather than like what I use tens for shooting goat, um, you know, bulk goat killing. Um, most of the stages, well, I think one you needed six shots so i sort of just um started the stage with the mag only half clipped in and threw the round into the chamber and as i closed the bolt on target i just clipped the mag and so it wasn't a real handicap to run the uh the small mag and mark and i actually squatted together which was fun and um, a friend of mine who, who just shoots one or two comps a year and then we had even who was shooting his um uh his number four mark one 303 or iron sights which was pretty wicked actually but so <laughs> first stage what happened mark do you want to do we want to talk about what happened to your first stage oh just uh <laughs> either start positively or you start negatively and i started started negatively graham you can talk about it so it was like it was a pretty straightforward stage i think it was like a you shot off the, this bank and it's like a hostage at like 100 150 meters and then there's like an well, yeah, the idea is like a no-shoot, right? So the idea is you're like not hitting a fawn, you hit the stag you want to hit, or, or whatever, however you want to justify the stage design. Then there's an intermediate target at, say, I don't know, 250 metres, and then there's a another hostage or, or no-shoot further up the hill at maybe 300 and something. And uh, <laughs> so it's like a pretty straightforward, supported, prone shot. First shot, Mark just misses completely, like low or something, and then... Second shot, he slaps the no shoot, the hostage. <laughs> Much to my confusion, because it's like I'm not sure what happened. Um, maybe the waypoints barrel started coming off, which we've seen in a match before. Not on a waypoint, but um, it recovered well after that and got some points. But it was it was quite the comedic start to uh, the match. Was Mark putting himself in negative points um, off the bat? Essentially, I, I think you know coming out of stage of five points or something. You clawed clawed some back, but um. Yeah, bit of a laugh. Um, Mark probably didn't think it was as funny as I did. Um, and to be fair, he probably took it better than if I had done it, I would have packed the sad even worse. So, 
Um, yeah. So, what do you reckon, Mark? I know it's all about um, the triumph, not the struggle. No, the other way around. Oh, I got it wrong again. It's about the struggle, not the triumph. That is true. So, and then the fight, fighting back, and getting back up. Fighting there back, point. fighting back to end up in the middle of the table and beat a child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've got this theory, Mark. Will have- and to. Sorry. And to and to beat an open site three or three just. Yes. We've got a theory that Mark will have two good matches, which he did, and then he'll have a something it'll turn to custard. So um he obviously won the mile shootout. He got third in the two two three uh, practical two two three match and then so he was <laughs> it looks like he was due for his um Yeah. His thing. So yeah. Anyway, that's good that it's out of the way, and um, and it's a, it's more of a casual day. It's not that serious. That is true. Know. It is it is a casual day. Is um, yeah. but people treat it very seriously. <laughs> and then, but so so yeah, like we said, one of the competitors in our squad he used is three o three, which was cool. I don't think he, I don't know, did he zero any stages? I don't think he did. No, um, no, he did well all day. He did really. well all day. You know, like um, hit the longer range targets and hit the mover. Yeah. Uh, the movers. Yep. Oh man, I struggle with that. I just. As as I did last year, I just fluked two hits on it. I literally have no idea what I'm doing on it. I shot it through the tree. I did notice that, and it worked quite well somehow. <laughs> but I, I predicted predict where it would end up. Yeah, I I need a I need a I need Click. to sort of get in Simon's ear, not in his ear. I need a him to teach me. I I, I don't know. I, I just don't know how to do it well. And, and again, I've got points every time, good points, but it's just a a pure luck thing and one of my bullets actually grazed the target like just so um but yeah again mover that's real cool um we had some close range paper um like 15 20 meters which is real one thing fun. i've been i've been seeing you can do is basically is pan and shoot so you shoot a stationary target but pan across it to shoot as a practice yeah maybe we need we need our own mover yeah, what's Lee up to? Just carry a tag. <laughs> Maybe we can prototype one for the twenty-two or something. Anyway, let's not let's not talk about murdering on this podcast. Um, yeah, and to be a good shoot, um, it was a good fun day. Um, again, some cool dudes there, and um, yeah, it's, it's like I said, a bit more casual. It's, um, Who won? Uh, Wilkie. Oh. Yeah, Wilkie. Yeah. <laughs> Why ask? <laughs> yeah, and I think it's his last match before he heads overseas, which is... Um, yes, he's going off to fight in Ukraine. He's been yeah, called back to his home country um, from <laughs> compulsory military service, so we'll see him in probably four years when he comes back from overseas. Anyway, um, so, yeah. That Don't was... drive a T-72. <laughs> yeah. <my only> <laughs> yeah, he does look like he's from the Ukraine, actually, that ginger beard. No, um, yeah, so, again, um, another great smaller match. It's... Um, I quite like. How did you the, finish, Graham? End up in third. Yeah, I um, good result. I like. Podium. I like the um, the sort of forced use of limited, well, not limited, um, more basic hunting gear. So who was second? Uh, Malcolm. Ah, Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was good. Um, good fun. Anyway, the good match, and I highly recommend. I think I, I've said it before, but the, the hunter class is becoming less and less popular in our big national level matches so I, I, I'm wondering if because um, you and I don't do enough matches already if we do a, a standalone hunter match at some point you've talked yes, about a bit of design I was just thinking that yeah because um, it actually is good to take a basic bare bones budget sorry 
Uh, anyway, uh, <clears throat> to take a hunting gun and have a competition around that. Yeah, you could even do it. You could, you could maybe, like you say, attach it as a day two on a match. Um, walk up bowers or something, and yeah, something. Anyway, Just it, have it's three to five shots. Yeah, and um, you know, two shots per stage. You got to find a bit more find and range and engage. You have to say four hundred meters. Anyway, it's, it's something. It's it's a hard one to work with terrain. That's the only thing. So you have, have to do a bit of planning. But anyway, um. It's definitely the the hunter matches are good fun and um, if you can get along with them they're worth going to. There's uh, plenty of guns out there. Yeah, and uh, and like you say, you don't need like you can have a loophole VX one with a little plex reticle with a you know two hundred meter zero and a you know your three hundred meter holders. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, nice and basic. Um, but yeah, so that was um, again good match and uh, thanks to GPRE for constantly um, sort of raising mm. the bar and. and, and and putting that stuff on for us um so after that we the idea is what we had we had a couple of months off from matches uh, that's not going to work out because uh, new matches popped up with all of two weeks notice which we'll be heading to we might touch on at the end um not not one of our ones um so uh it's as if you're in new zealand or australia you probably know this it's the uh the the raw the red raw and then the, the fellow rut and, and seeker raw and everything comes comes late a little bit later um so most people are out chasing stags or um pretending or, to pretending to um again I, I i i was lucky enough to go a bit earlier in the year um so you mark and our good friend jeff from the gun rack and, and several of other friends went to a balloted block high in the rohinis yeah. uh-huh. sat in a hut and well it rained is it about the gist of the story well, we sort of lived in the clouds for four days, basically. So, um, due to the prevailing weather, the way it's been on the east coast, yeah, we basically had uh, first day was about the finest, but other than that, you couldn't see. The visibility would come down to thirty meters, and up, then it'd pick up again, and then you might be able to see down to the valleys for a little while. But no, they um, there's five of us, and. Uh, Basically, we ended up with getting five deer. One of the lads got three, got a stag, seven-pointer, sort of a pretty crappy Rohini seven-pointer, but still better than nothing, which is what I got. Um, <laughs> so, no, and that had a massive amount of rain the week before up there, so about 330 mils on the gauge. Um, so we were a bit worried the track would be a bit messy, but no, we got up there all fine. And uh, I think one of the guys shot a. Well, one guy shot and missed twice at a quite a steep downhill shot on the first day. Uh, and then his mate, old Yaggy, um, he shot it on the move at 300 metres downhill, so that was pretty cool. And that was a gun that. Um, Jeff had set up for him and I'd sighted in so and did some work on giving him the you know doping that for so we sort of claimed that as a <coughs> team win really but uh, he was pretty wrapped so that we had, we had a deer on the board it wasn't quite the right uh, gender but that's anyway deer's a deer and then um, I think Sam shot a couple the next day way down in front of the hut in the bush um, and then he went back to the same place the following day and was 
sitting on a rock having a snack and let out a roar and a stag walked out about 30 metres in front of him about 20 seconds later or something so so he, um, he's got a Tika 7mm rem mag with a VX5 on it so yeah he shot it but it sort of tumbled and got up again so he had to put another shot in it but I think it was only probably 50 metres the final shot so but he was a very happy man when he came back so and then uh, Jeff was persevering for days in the mist basically and uh, I think he took his 303 a couple of times because he couldn't see far there's not much point having a scope so uh, he spooked a few and got onto some plenty of sign and stuff and um, then we sort of went down out of the clouds for a while Joe kept going down the track and down to the lower country and we spotted one um, 530 metres away yeah so so Jeff lined up on that with his 6.5 by 55 is it yeah yep. I think yep with a um, an element helix on it so had a bit of a wind estimation because it was still pretty windy the whole time as well which made it a bit of a mere um what do we reckon 12 miles per hour crosswind so yeah smacked it but unfortunately it was standing under a bluff on a bluff and then it fell down the bluff and then disappeared into another bluff so chance of getting it was very low so um we didn't realize how it looked the ridge going into it looked right, but then it just fell away to nothing. So, not flash. That's a shame for poor old Jeff. He's uh, quite likes taking home stacks and stacks of venison. So, um. yeah. Ah, uh, but Sam, because of his plethora of deer that he shot, he basically gave some to Jeff to take home. So that was good. Yeah. And then, um, did we get another one? How many was that? That's one, two, three. Oh, that's the five. Yeah. So. But didn't see a lot else, so we're hoping when we head back for another look in a week or so, things might be improved. There wasn't a lot of roaring happening up there, and it's probably about to taper off. It's probably been while I'm away, so yeah. But no, it was a good, good few days. Um, just a shame, you know. Basically, up there though, the weather. I've had very few trips where it's been ideal all the time at all, so it's normally been a couple of good days and mostly shit, so weather-wise. So hopefully our luck doesn't run out and we get a bit better weather this time. But Yeah. Um, although I've got to have a fiddle with a Kilo 5000 rangefinder that one of the lads had brought. He said he wanted to have a little upgrade. I was like, cheapest from his old rangefinder it was a massive upgrade so I was uh, it's got a faster engine software crap in it I think the way it works so I ranged just walked out the door of the hut and ranged 2k straight away down to the bush edge off, off the trees so it's certainly got impressive um, ability to pick up so that's got me thinking which we'll talk about later but anyway yeah, they definitely come a long way in the last few years, haven't they? Compared to yeah. like yeah. shit, I when my Leica was like the best thing you could have. Now, it's fuck, I hard to even take it out. Anyway, <laughs> um, oh, it sounds like you're still had a good time. We've been plenty of um, good yarns and talking shit and um, and laughs. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. 
got very good at playing kings and assholes again. Is, is that a card game, is it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Right, cool. Cool. <laughs> um, oh, nice. Um, like I said, no, no, uh, no red raw for me. Um, anyway, um, so what? Uh, the, the waypoint didn't even get a uh, barrel didn't even get warmed up. No. No. By the end, I was sort of just focused on transporting other people around to see if I could find them something, but yeah, I wasn't too worried anyway. I shot. I don't know how many it was last time, but yeah. Are you gonna? Uh, what are you gonna take the waypoint again next next yeah. time? Yeah. I mean, um, I was I was toying with whether I'd take the um the Morza, but the PRC. Yeah. You haven't spent any time on that. No. So I, yeah, I would I would say don't unless you put a lot of rounds through it beforehand. No, I've, I was shooting it again the other day. The waypoint, I mean, and you know it's bang on at six hundred and stuff, so it's shooting really nice still. So yeah, no issues, and it shoots well with different ammo too. Like I'm using a lot of hundred and thirty grain stuff, and it all seems to you know apart from velocity being slightly different, it's all point of impacts perfect still in terms of zero. So. Nice, yeah. Oh, that sounds like a good time then, though. Um, yep. And so, no doubt, in the next couple of podcasts, we'll hear about how you got rained in for another five days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. Right, cool. Um. So yeah. And other than that, what else has been going on? So I don't know if we mentioned it in the last podcast or two. Uh, we're sort of in the background. We've been ticking away with a, a series, a twenty-two series. Um, Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Announcement. Announcement. So the first. So Talk the, about it, Graham. Uh, I, again, I can't remember if I touched it up. Give us it, the background. It's a four-round series in the sort of central North Island. Um, uh, the first three rounds. So you must. Okay, so each round's its own individual event, but you will incur championship points. Now, to try and win the championship, you must compete in two of the first three events and then the final so um, uh, you can compete in the first three and then the final but only your two best scores will count from the, the initial three and then the final is um, not a uh, some other sports and such though the winner of the final is the winner of the series ours isn't like that um, the final points will then just um, amalgamate with your points from your original two rounds and the competitor with the most points will be the champion. So this is a thing between um, Taranaki Long Range and GPRE. To be honest, as most of our events are, but <clears throat> so um, uh, but what we're also doing is slightly different. So uh, round one is in Pew Pew, uh, which is um, it's not Waikato, it's Waitomo District. <clears throat> for those of you who know where that is. Um, King Country. King Country. So pretty pretty much it's about an hour north of, um, of the RTD venue uh, that a lot of you have shot many times. Um, I am not a lo- the match director. A lot of people are assuming I'm the match director. Wes from uh, It's a Long Shot uh, NZ. Uh, he is the match director. Um, are you the match director? No, Wes is. Oh. Yep. You, yeah. So he's... Um, and so what the idea there is, it's a... <laughs> You're right. You, you're terrible with cutting your audio in and out. Um, am I? Yeah. Am I cutting in and out? No, you're just 
clicking your mute too quickly. Um, ah. Yeah, it's all right. You're getting old. Um, so the idea being that, so Wes, he's going to match direct round one. Uh, Mark, Simon, and I can all compete in that. Um, um, Simon will match direct around. Mark will match direct around, and I will match direct around, and then um, so that we can compete in the championship still, and um, and you know actually get to shoot a few more consoles, which is nice. And it also helps, like, so obviously Mark match directed for Surplus Steel back in January, um, quite possibly the coolest match we've ever done. Um, and so it's quite handy him being able to do it now and then bringing Wes in on it, it'll again um, open up. People did say that it was cool because I did it. You were the best match director ever, I was told. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that that's what's happening. We the, Again, the... the, the what we're calling the P10 practical that's on the 28th of May so a couple of months away um, that went on sale Monday night was didn't quite sell out as quick as some of our other events but sold out in just over a day in about uh, I don't know 36 hours and we've got a bit of a waiting list um, yeah so that's the 28th of a May. waiting list yep yeah man and so it's actually a pretty awesome to have can I go on the waiting list? You're competing. Oh. you got to use that Ruger 1022 competition. Yes. You can win the semi-auto class. There isn't a semi-auto class, <gasps> but you can win it. I am going to make one because I'm match director. That is true. <laughs> and, yeah, so each round will have a bit of a different style. So, so Pew Pew is going to be quite um, uh, a little bit longer range. It's about 200 meters and a bit more supported positional, so like off barricades and um, like uh, farm props and stuff. Yawn. Yawn, and then uh, the Tikarangi tic- round is going to be more, probably a little bit more, um, a little bit more unsupported positional. Um, oh, again, like it was God. last year. Uh, the Tirada round is going to be more speed, um, a bit more close range, tight, fast stuff, um, just like Simon did back in November or December. And then the final is going to have essentially be a combination of all three. Um, we've got a pretty cool place lined up at RTD to run it. Um, yeah, we're actually, it's going to be awesome. We've, again, we're, this is planning stages, but quite likely that event will um, will get a um, caterer to provide the food, as in like a um, slow barbecue style, uh, as, as GPRE did for the Tirada Teams match. We'll do something along those lines. Um, there probably be might even be twelve stages instead of eight, and it will um, sort of be amalgamation of amalgamation of the styles of the initial three events. So, a coffee cut. If you want to organise one, you can. <laughs> um, I did. I did inquire about one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And maybe a coffee cut. Um, uh, so we won't we won't be doing trophies at all the rounds. There'll be trophies at the final. Um, as you know it's yeah anyway that's, to be fair trophies is just a lot more work for us on our end and um the idea is that you're competing for the championship if you want to do all the rounds um again it's the ideas proved to be popular event sold out looks like we've got quite a few new shooters i haven't seen before um a lot of them entering the hunter class too um i might mention the hunter class has a reasonably strict set of rules around equipment um and and optics and stuff like that um that's all on the um the website if anyone wants to look there's links through facebook around that now we are allowing competitors who have rifles like um 
precision you know, 22 sort of race guns um they can compete in that class they'll just be non-competitive um the is I- a 1022 a, a hunter class one it, it depends on your um essentially your scope and all of that mate damn it if if you took like your hunting 1022 you'd be fine um is a one to ten scope yeah i th- what i i without paraphrasing the rules we have <laughs> it's essentially you can't go over a certain power oh. on the scope so you, you might have a scope that's slightly out of the realms and you'll just be limited in how you can use it we're not allowing Five to 50 we're not allowing dialing in hunter class so it's holdover the idea is that you're using your it's for people who are curious about the sport of precision rifle shooting field shooting and they think well maybe i don't want to go and spend five grand on a six mil um i'm going to go to this 22 match i've got a little gun that i use for shooting rabbits a 22 it's just got a suppressor and a little loop of x1 on it um i'm going to use that and, and they'll have a the idea is they have a good time and, and um maybe develop their skills a bit but like i said if your gun uh, so your, your rifle does not meet the criteria we're not going to stop you competing in that class because the the rifleman class is going to be significantly harder and, and and longer range um does a bdx scope mean it's not dialing uh you can have bdx scope i'll just take your rangefinder off you oh mark you, you're meant to be helpful here you're a match director not oh, sorry sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> or we'll replace you and then still use your property fair enough <laughs> no. I'm, I'm expendable <laughs> um but yeah um that's that's the idea um the idea is i put i point out loopholes so you can close them oh yes true true instead of just using them like our taronga friends um yeah. the idea is that it's for basic setups no and and so those high dollar setups aren't an advantage to be fair we'll try and build the stages so a big heavy gun would be a handicap anyway in those hunter class stages but it's definitely an advantage like dialing a 22 so the idea yeah. is basic basic rifles now for rifleman class which is a essentially open uh, no limit on optic no limit on chassis or rifle weight obviously it's 22 long rifle only um and just no jacketed bullets um so that would include no um, solid copper or any of those modern ones um velocity is out well if they're jacketed they're out yeah um it's more so just the close range targets and stuff take a bit of a beating the jacket Um, comes off when it hits the target yeah (laughs) um my best advice for you would be um, no mag dumping mark because it's never okay. ended well for you in the past um but anyway so the idea again so yeah uh, there's no restrictions i'll on. do a few celebratory ones yeah that's fine at the end of the end of each stage um you, you can tripods um whatever rear bags or barricade bags you want there will be restrictions on equipment stage specific though so it's not just every single stage you can use your tripod in. there will be stages that say no tripod you know know this know that so we will mitigate it that way and so the stage is a challenge that you need to try figure out how to do in a certain way not just plonk the gun on a tripod and um it's a defeat purpose so uh, again um we've actually got a pretty good am- amount of hunter class entries it's about a quarter which is pretty good like um for That's our good. cinefire matches we're getting down to like three you know, out of 50 shooters. So at the moment... Kelvin. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, we've got, uh, I think, about a dozen. Um, so pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, again, there's actually a lot of buzz about in the um, sort of 
whispers of this, this sort of series I'm hearing from from guys and friends that's talking about it. So pretty cool that it's support. You know, well, you know, it's a new event and a new idea, and it's and it's supported. Yeah. Competition. Everyone's got voodoo's now. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah, even Graham. <laughs> even Graham. And um, you never know. I might give it away as a prize at one of the shoots. We'll see what happens. Hunter class. Hunter class prize. You won hunter class. Have a voodoo. Um, I don't. I think Malcolm would just. He wouldn't even care <laughs> if he won it. Oh. Um, but yeah, so um, it's going to be really cool, and it's you know the idea is that we actually have some sort of championship out of it. And um, we'll, there's going to be uh, on the website there will be um, updated scores, um, etc. Too. So you actually be able to go and look a few days after the match and go, fuck, I'm actually sitting in seventeenth or third or forty um, third if you mark. So. Um, bit of work going on in the background uh scoring systems under development by simon it's complicated and no one will understand it apart from him but it does work um yeah um so watch this space if you haven't got a spot for pew pew get in contact via the taranaki long range facebook page and get on the waiting list you generally will get a spot on the waiting list um we will have people drop out from um various reasons right so COVID is still causing dropouts. Yeah, so uh, anyway, so get on the list. Um, the waiting list, there is a little bit of waiting list. It's not terribly long. I imagine if you get on it now, you will end up competing. Um, yeah, other than that, it's I'm quite looking forward to it. Um, yeah, anything you want to mention on it, Mark, as you're one of the match directors? Slash no, it's good. I'm looking forward to having a more consistent um, set of events to look forward to on an ongoing basis so are you going to use the Ruger 1022 target I'm going to use a different 22 each competition Graham just to make it a bit of a challenge do you know if you committed yourself you could do very well in this series I could do I could do but I also need to expand my horizons and challenge myself in other ways Graham are you going to try win it with mag dumping well I've got to Try it at Chris, maybe, maybe. Uh, well, one—that's the thing. One of the rounds will be the speed versus precision yeah. style round. So that, that's what I was talking about with Simon. He's saying, do you run, you know, the Voodoo or the Taker at the longer range events, and at the speed event, run the Chris Vector. I'm sorry, the Chris DMK, which worked obviously worked well. Did at the last one, I won it, and then, um, you know, do you do you, do you game it a bit? And then it's like, is that an advantage for me having access to multiple firearms? And then, but yeah, I don't know. It was an interesting point, but I don't think it's. I'll call out to my assistant. Hand me my bolt action. Well, it was mentioned for, that you run for this stage. You run two. You could run two Chris's, and instead Brilliant. of reloading, True. you just throw one on the ground and unsling the next one. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those those three gun competitors? And they well, not here in New Zealand anymore, but they have like golf caddy cart things like stupid bloody wheeled three wheeled almost like kids trolleys for putting babies in and that's got, even better they've got like a shotgun and an AR-15 and like a ammo tins and I've always thought one of the things about firearms is like a lot of them look really cool they don't look cool when they're in a bloody trolley I can tell you that much but anyway, no that's... they don't <laughs> um, but yeah so the 22 series is happening um, again we've been sort of um, hinting at this for maybe uh, six, five six months um, but it's going to be pretty awesome. The final is going to be awesome. Uh, we've already been started um, brainstorming on the final, which 
12 stages, eh? Possibly, yeah. And, and um, uh, mm. we've got some an area with some cool tight bush that's going to have long range. We even talked about maybe this would be the... Like, coffee cart. The coffee cart, but the rifleman class maybe even going out a little bit past 200 metres, maybe 250. I think anything more in a comp setting is kind of stupid. Uh, no, not stupid, impractical, because it's, it's a lot of guys' setups won't do it, and, and, and the projectiles struggle. So. But maybe... Pretty handy. Yeah, I think 300 is a bit far, maybe even 250 or something. Actually, I was shooting that the other day. Yeah, and what did I have to do? I had to... Oh, yeah, even in that setup, I had to hold over. Yeah. At 300 metres, yeah. yeah. I had about four mils short, I think I was. But I actually, I actually thinking, because those longer range stages will possibly be... Uh, where stages seven and eight were at Bowers Valley, maybe, up there. So we might have to get creative with a little dirt backstop or something, or where we put them, just so you can actually see um, what's going on. But we'll come up with a plan there. And, um, no, 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 no. You can just shoot off the top of there, down into the paddock. In, t- in fact, towards where... No, that's a piece, piece of cake. You've got beautiful range there. So if you shoot off the top of that... That ridge, half hill, right? The, the, oh, the one You'll behind the pond, get, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll get uh, easily get 200 to 300 metres, or 100 to 200 to 300 metres um, on the... There's a small hill in the foreground there that you've missed. Yeah, and we do, mm. what are you going to just scratch a little bank on it, I think, for some... No, it's, it's already got oh, um, dirt, dirt and all sorts. Perfect, yeah. yeah. That's the good thing about 22s. It's super easy to... <laughs> compared to a centrefire, it's super easy to... Um, yeah, three three hundred metres of centrefire is nothing at all, right? But for the twenty two, it's um, yeah, because it's downhill, it opens up what you can shoot at because you're basically shooting into the ground anyway. So yeah, but yeah, so you know that's that's in the works. That'll be towards Are the they, end of the year. I'm not year. a certified range inspector, so I wouldn't know. I'm, yeah, well, fun enough, I am. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be um, well, as we've seen from just the first event, it's proving to be popular, which is really really cool. So good to get that support. Um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about the 22 event. Like I said, um, it's going to cool. be fun. Yeah. Um, and again, there's, a, there's quite a few people putting involved. Be, in totally roughly, so the first one's got a date, but the others are to be advised. They'll be Probably, spaced out. If you, spaced if, out. As a rough rule of thumb, space them out by a couple of months. Okay. Yeah. Um, we've got... June. June. So we're, we're going to be May, so June, you know. So we've, so we've got, at the last weekend of June, we've got our winter match... Uh, oh look we've got a new holiday the Friday before too perfect Matariki that's on the Have 24th we? fuck yeah so um, at this stage the winter match is penciled in for the 25th unless there's a you call it a Matariki shoot yeah perfect so we've um, our government has given us an extra public holiday much to the dismay of people who own small businesses um, it's looking like that will be that so um, don't let your family book any family holidays to be fair that's a terrible time to have a family holiday anyway you'll probably get wet um, yeah terrible time <laughs> um, I'll actually update that on the website I'll put it up there we'll, so that'll open up for entries probably in a month we like to give two months for um, obviously I'll we'll confirm all the, the venue notice but, yeah two yeah. months notice it gives guys uh, a, um, a fair warning to tell their missus that they're going away yet again to another competition um and then all all ladies to tell their husband yeah yes true we do have several um i heard a rumor that um jeff all ladies to tell their partner 
of a similar yes dinner. yes we're very inclusive um i heard a rumor that jeff has to stay home now and cassie gets to get to the, the next half a dozen shoots and jeff looks after the kids is that it could be a could be a rumor <laughs> could be some truth to it. it could be some truth but yeah um so Plenty other, of points for him though for, for doing it yeah very um he's um he gets out more than most so other than that um i think that about what we wanted to talk about in this episode we'll we might try yep. pump another one out next week um in a couple of weeks we'll be heading to when's your hunting trip mark what week is that friday week isn't that when the prs matches no okay so in a couple of it's weeks over, it's, it's over easter the weekend after Easter is that match. Ah, Won't Anzac Day be coming up after that then? Yes, this, the Anzac will be on the Monday. Are they Monday hosted? Yes. Well, if, yes, but Anzac Day is also Monday, regardless. <gasps> so it's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, so there is uh, Precision Rifle Series New Zealand. So not just people who don't understand copyright law and use the term PRS. The, <laughs> fucking hell. I, I thought they made guitars when I google it it comes up with guitars all the time um, precision electric ones precision something strings I don't know reverberating strings um, so the license has been purchased for it uh, several years back anyway they're finally hosting a match in the Wairu area so we are booked in to head there um, for those of you who are listening and haven't heard about it I don't I'm not surprised because there's been very little media and they've only just opened entries two weeks out but they have a Facebook page and a link to a website and some stuff like that um, Mark and I will be heading along I think yeah Carl's coming and Simon's going there'll be a few of us um, Taranaki guys heading over there um, I, again, not our match. We're not involved, so I um, don't try to buy tickets off us. Um, but yeah, we'll go along and see how it is, and um, it'll be good. I'll to sell sh- you some tickets. <laughs> I'll sell you some tickets, and we'll um, we'll see you there if you're competing. And um, uh, yeah, it'll be good to go to a comp where we don't have to um, spend weekends previous setting up targets and long nights writing stages and doing admin and all those. So it's their first match, so is it a trial match or is it No, it's a public straight into it. Public okay. open thing. I don't think it's a series yet. I'm not sure what they're doing. PRS overseas um relies on other match directors. Um so I'm not sure if they are intending to just host their own or try roping other people to host matches for them. I'm not sure what their plan is there. Um but it'll be fun, it'll um I think it's out of 1,200 metres, which is quite far for a sort of standard match, but I'll take... Yeah, 100 rounds, yeah. 10 rounds of stage. Are you taking the 6.5 Creed, I imagine? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to decide whether it's 6.5 Creed or 6mm Creed. The wise decision would be the 6mm. Um, but I could shoot the Desert Tech, now that I think about it. Anyway, um, yeah, so we'll... Um, but again, I'm, I'm thinking, depending what's happening, we might... What are oh, you going up Friday into the hills there? Maybe we'll try to get another podcast out mid next week. Um, yeah, and talk about this. Um, maybe the week after. Maybe, but we've got a bit to cover. Anyway, we'll, this is, we don't talk about this on here. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Um, yet again, to none of our uh, uh, rambling podcasts. One day we'll actually make a proper live um, sort of uh, not script, but points we need to talk about. But we're not that organised. 
Um, I'm a welder, Mark's a farmer, um, so you get what you're given. Um, any last remarks, Mark? No, no, I've just got to get my um, upgraded agenda out for the next... So we we'll keep evolving, so we have basically set topics we talk about that's what I mean, pro- yeah. and we project should, to do we should have a um a live a review a live a review of sorts a live um feed that both of us can see with our i can review the mdt hnt chassis oh is it <laughs> has, is this mark from the future i'm talking to has <laughs> suddenly got a fucking chassis after two years yeah Shh, don't say that yeah You'll upset people. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well. Yeah. Well. It seems you're the only person in the world who didn't get one. To the point where some <gasps> some um, are in, in stock in shops. That's how weird the whole situation is. But anyway, um, I digress. Um, thank you all for listening to yet another episode, and we will see you all in a week or two. Bye.